Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Heidi Heckelbeck is the best babysitter. Part 2, Chapter 6. Who would do that? The little explorers stopped by the auditorium after school. They told Miss Naughty Wonks about the museum idea and asked her to oversee their, their booth. I'd love to, said Miss Naughty Wonks. What a clever idea. Miss no- then Miss Naughty Wonk suggested the museum be set up in a classroom next to the gymnasium. That way you'll have more room, she said, and we can make signs that point to the, to the museum. The little explorers thanked Mrs. Naughty Wonks. Then, Did I get it? Then. <laughs> that is so cute, honestly. Yeah. Then they caught the school bus to Heidi's house. Miss Heckelbeck welcomed Heidi and her friends. She made pinwheel sandwiches, apple slices, and apple slices for everyone. Laurel called the meeting to order. Okay, let's go over what everyone is doing, said Laurel. You first, said Heidi. Laurel brushed a wisp of blonde hair out of her eyes. Okay, for my... Yeah. For my art studio, I'll bring a bunch of art stuff, like crayons and markers and glitter glue, paints, papers, brushes, and stickers. I'll also need some tables and chairs and a place to hang the the finished art. That sounds great, said Heidi. Miss Naughty Wonks, can you help with the tables and chairs? Laurel nodded. What about you, Bruce? She asked. What do you have planned for your activity? Well, I plan to set up up my latest invention, said Bruce. Then I'll show the kids how they work how they work and let them each try one wow which inventions are you going to bring are you going to bring asked heidi okay i'll bring the bigger picker upper and the bigger sticker said bruce i'm also going to bring my latest invention the the bigger barker is that the robot dog that you're drawing in school asked heidi yep you want to see the girls nodded eagerly it you know what i would just pet him because i think he's getting like tickly feet (laughs) Bruce pulled his drawing up from his backpack and laid it on the table. I used my dog Frankie as my model, he said. Will that really work? asked Laurel. Yeah. I hope so, he said. Bruce, it should be able to walk and bark and pick things up in its mouth. Will the robot dog bite too, Laurel asked, pointing to its mouth. Bruce smiled craftily. Only if I tell it to, he said. And then the girls laughed. I know. Okay, your turn, Heidi. Or your turn, Heckelbeck, said Laurel. What do you have planned? Heidi looked at her friends and blinked. She had no idea what to do. Um, so far I'm just babysitting, she admitted. But what are you going to do when you babysit, asked Bruce. That's easy, said Heidi. I'll watch the little kids. <laughs> Bruce looked confused. But why would you buy a ticket for that? He's right, said Laurel. No one would do a, go to a boring babysitter booth. You need some kind of activity to make it fun for the kids. It's so good, though. Yeah. 
Heidi sat back down and leaned on her elbows, and she knew they were right. She had wanted to babysit so she could prove she was good at it. Okay, okay, I'll come up with a better plan, she said. Can I let you know tomorrow? Laurel and Bruce looked at each other. Okay, said Laurel, but but make sure it's something fun. Oh, it will be, said Heidi. I promise. Chapter 7, Confetti and Streamers. What's the matter, Pumpkin? asked Mom. Heidi slumped into the sofa. Her friends had gone home and left Heidi with a big problem. I need an activity for a little explorer's museum, she said. And I don't think I, I can't think of anything good. Mom smiled. Well, just pick something that you like to do, she suggested. Oh, but what, mumbled Heidi. How about tap dancing, Mom suggested. But I'm not good enough to teach anyone, she said. Then what about dress up, Mom said. You could bring your dress up trunk to and take pictures of the kids in costumes. But then my dress up clothes would get all wrecked, said Heidi. Oh, come on, it's okay. It's just dress up clothes. Yeah. Mom rested her hands on Heidi's shoulder. I'm sure that you will think of something, she said. Just ask yourself, what do I really love to do? So Heidi thought real hard. She liked to bake cookies, but there wasn't an oven in the classroom. She liked to knit and read, but those were probably too quiet to win a bunch of tickets. Is there anything that I like to do that is spectacular, she asked herself. Then a sly grin spread over her face. Magic, she thought. I can perform a dazzling magic trick. She loved, oh, not that kind of magic. (laughs) Like, I think she's like, you know, silly magic for kids. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. She hopped off of the sofa and ran to the bedroom. Then, let's see here. Then she reached under her bed and pulled out her trusty book of spells and witches of Westbrook Medallion. She thumbed through the pages and found a chapter called Marvelous Magic Tricks. Then she put her finger on a trick called Rainbow Confetti Fountain. She read the spell. Rainbow Confetti Fountain. Have you ever wanted to perform magic tricks for your friends and fellow witches? Perhaps you're the kind of witch who loves to entertain children. If you like to be festive and show off your witching also, skills. I have to say that because like. I know. Children like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then this is the spell for you. Ingredients. Four sheets of colored paper cut into long strips. A pinch of red chili pepper flakes. A dollop of whipped cream. Uh, one package of blue raspberry... Blue raspberry... Cr- what? Blue raspberry crackers? Of blue raspberry cracklers. I was like, what is a blue raspberry cracker? It's I think it's like a... Like a firework. Yeah. But, but not the, the ones that you throw down. Yeah. Okay. Combine the ingredients in a top hat. Hold your Witches of Westwick medallion on one hand and place the other over the hat and chant the following spell. Calling all friends, calling a dream, all dreamers, bring forth a fountain of confetti and streamers. Important note. As soon as you've enchanted a spell, remove your hand from the hat. Heidi ran through the list of ingredients. I'm pretty sure we have all this stuff, she said to herself. She knew her dad had some cracklers. Can't crack. Oh, they're candy. Like Pop Rocks. Some cracklers, candy in his lab. He had to use them in his sizzling soda recipe. Heidi got to work. 
She opened her desk and pulled out four sheets of colored paper. Red, yellow, blue, white. Then she hurried downstairs. And when nobody was around, she quickly placed a pinch of red chili pepper flakes into a bag and zipped it up. Then she grabbed a tub of whipped cream from the fridge and she put all of the ingredients into a small shopping bag with a spoon. Next, she snuck into the lab and borrowed a package of blue raspberry cracklers from her dad's secret ingredients drawer. Well, she said to herself triumphantly, well, we might, just, we might just win this pizza party night after all, she said, and smuggled everything into her room. Chapter 8, Ticket Trouble. <clears throat> I'm so excited, Heidi said on the night of the fair. She skipped across the Brewster Elementary playground. She had on Henry's silver cape and, and a, a top hat and her witches of Westwick medallion around her neck. Me too, agreed Laurel, skipping. Alongside, beside, along, beside her. It's so fun to come to school at night. It's kind of weirdly magical, Bruce said Bruce. Heidi hopped through the hopscotch scores. I love magic, Heidi said. She wouldn't wait to perform. She couldn't wait to perform her magic trick. Heidi, Laurel, and Bruce set up their activity stations in the classroom next to the gym. Miss Naughty Wonks helped them arrange tables and chairs. She had made it a sign for each station there was bicker's bicker beaker for the science lab handprint art studio for laurel station the magic hattery for heidi station she had also helped the little children make us the children make a sign that said little explorers museum each station bum, 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 bum. each station and had its own table wait no is that right? Did I just skip a page? Each station had a table and balloons. Bruce and Laurel's stations both had tents. Heidi had a small platform stage that faced the circle time rug. Heidi had a red velvet hat, a red velvet cloth across her table. She set her magic ingredients on the table, and then she had noticed the whipped cream hadn't whipped cream wasn't whipped cream at all. It was actually flutter marshmallow butter uh-oh she got the wrong thing wait what what did she get she was supposed to get whipped cream but it, it's it was marshmallow stuff whoopsies oh let's see what's gonna happen um well it's she looked at the clock well it's too late let's hope it works when the museum was all set up, the little explorers went to the gym to see their booths. First, they stopped at Lucy and Natalie's trunk. I mean, <laughs> Natalie's dunk tank. So, who's crazy enough to get dunked, asked Bruce. Lucy smiled and looked at someone behind them. I am, a man said. The kids whirled around. No way, it's their um, principal. Yep. Principal Pennypacker, Principal Pennypacker, Bruce squealed. Both Laurel and Heidi squealed too. The principal was dressed like a clown. You kids look surprised, he said. We are, said the children. Principal Pennypacker laughed. Well, I'm doing it for my favorite cause, our school. Wow, Lucy, I'll be your booth. I, I'll bet your booth wins the prize with him in the tank, said Heidi. Lucy pumped her fist. Let's hope so, she said. Then the little explorers visited the other booths. 
Oh, look! Shouted. Huh? Pretty sure they're gonna win. They can't play. Not, not mm-hmm. Mr. Pennypack's character. But mm-hmm. you know, Heidi and the friend. You think so? Come uh, on, she's the main character. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, Lucy pumped her fist. Let's hope so, she said. Then the little explorers visited our boot. The other, the other booths. Look! Shouted Heidi, pointing a finger. Melanie and Stanley are running the, running the ticket booth. Melanie looked up when she heard the name. She had a stack of tickets waving in her hand. She waved them at Heidi as if she were a stack of they were a stack of hundred dollar bills. That's right, and I have all the tickets. She said proudly, which means we're gonna win the pizza. Oh my goodness, we're gonna win the pizza party. Heidi looked at Bruce and Laurel and then looked back at Melanie. But don't you know that the ticket booth gives tickets to customers? Heidi asked. Heidi's right, said Laurel. You'll be collecting money, not tickets. Melanie looked at the stack of tickets in her hand. It hadn't occurred to her that she had to give them away. But we get tickets back at the end. That isn't fair, right, Stanley? Stanley shrugged. He had just gone along with what Melanie had told him to do. I think Heidi and Laurel might be right, he said uncomfortably. Melanie smacked herself in the forehead with the palm of her hand. Why didn't you tell me, she cried. Well, did you think you're going to get free tickets? Yeah, she was trying to cheat. Melanie threw the tickets down and tears welled in her eyes. Heidi spoke up. Oh, my God. Well, for what it's worth, Melanie, I think handing out tickets make you feel like the most important booth. Thanks for helping everyone out. Sniffling, sniffling, Melanie took a deep breath and dried her eyes and calmed down. Thanks, Heidi, she said in a low voice. Heidi smiled and turned to Bruce and Laurel. Okay, little explorers, let's go have some fun. Chapter 9, A New Twist. Oh my God, look at how many children there are. <clears throat> I know. A long line of parents with youngster children formed outside the Little Explorers Museum. Heidi stood up at the door and collected tickets with an empty an empty coffee can. Then Miss Naughty Wonks led the children into the craft and craft table and science science lab. She had to set up extra tables and chairs to handle the crowd. Laurel got the kids right to work. They pressed their palms into the pie tins and filled their paint, then made handprints of their hands on their papers. Laurel showed them how to make handprints of flamingos and kissing fish. Then she hung the finished artwork with clothespins on a line made from kitchen string. Cute. Good idea, little girl. Using remote control, Bruce picked up all kinds of toys with the bigger picker-upper. The children shrieked with laughter. Then, when he picked up a pair, when he picked up a pair of underwear, then Bruce rolled the ball across the floor. Fetch! He commanded. With the push of another button, his remote control of his remote control, the bigger Barker bounded after the ball. Again, again, the kids shouted. Bruce had his robot dog bring the ball back each time to each child so everyone could play Robo-Fetch. Then it was Heidi's turn. The children sat down on the rug in front of the stage. Bruce and Laurel joined them. Heidi hoped, hopped, in, hopped onto stage and slipped 
on a pair of white gloves. Mrs. Naughty Wonk stood beside the stage with an electric piano. She pushed the piano. Oh, I hope this works. I know. She pushed the oh, pushed the button and a short drum roll played. Heidi looked at her audience and raised her arms. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I, the great Heidini. Oh my gosh, because it's like Houdini. Okay, okay. Heidini shall perform the most spectacular, mega magical, super special, amazing trick, she said dramatically. Miss Naughty Wonks pushed another button. It was the sound of horns playing. Ta-da! Heidi peeled off her hat and set it on the table. And for this trick, we will need to use several magnifying mag- uh, magical ingredients. Mrs. Naughty Wonks pressed the ta-da button again. Ta-da! First, I'll place these special strips of colored paper into my hat. Heidi held the shreds of paper. Held up the shreds of paper. They looked like a rainbow pom-pom. Then she plopped the paper inside. Miss Naughty Wonks pressed another button that went cha-ching. And now I shall add a pinch of... Heidi paused. She didn't want to reveal the actual ingredients for the spell. With a smile in her best dramatic voice, she said, Red Hot Dragon Scales. Cha-ching! went the keyboard. The kids in the audience murmured and leaned in closer. They were excited to see what Heidi would do next. We need a dollop of fairy dreams. And she crossed her finger and placed the fliffy fluffy in the hat. And last but not least, bright blue mermaid pearls. She dropped in the cracklers and they sizzled. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And now I, the great Heidini, will... Because the teacher has a keyboard and she can do sound effects. Um, the great Heidini w- will chant the mis- mystical magic words, said Heidi. Miss Naughty Wonks pressed on the drum roll button. Thrrr. Then Heidi placed one hand on the hat and the other hand on her medallion. And she looked up at the ceiling and her eyes shut. Oh, please let this work, she said to herself. Then Heidi chanted the spell, calling all friends, calling all dreams. Bring forth a a fountain of confetti and streamers. The hat had begun to quiver, and she quickly removed her hand and stood back. Poof! A fountain of streamers, confetti, and confetti rained down on the audience. Ooh, exclaimed the children. Ah. The children picked up the sparkly pieces of paper. Each one had something written on it. Mine says, grow your own dinosaur. Said a boy with spiky brown hair. I love dinosaurs. Mine says, fly like a superhero, said the blonde girl with curls. Wow, I've always wanted to fly. I have one that says, sing like a superstar, said a girl with pigtails. What should we do with them? Wow, Heidi thought as she jumped up from the stage. The spell worked with the fluffy flutter marshmallows, but the the marshmallow butter gave it a new twist. Heidi turned, uh, decided to turn it into an activity for the kids. Well, this is a build-your-own magic workshop, Heidi said. How does it work? asked Mrs. Naughty Wonks. Everybody should make up a spell and go with your own slip of paper. And, and go with your slip of paper, Heidi said. Make the ingredients and invent, invent a magic rhyme. 
How clever, exclaimed Heidi. Everyone had clapped and cheered for Heidi. Then the children began to make their spells, and Bruce ran up to Heidi. Heidi, how in the world did you do that? asked Laurel. Yes, said Bruce, that was like real magic. Heidi smiled craftily. A true magician never reveals their secret. That's because it's true magic, huh? Chapter 10, The Most Tickets. Congratulations to the students of Brewster Elementary, said Principal Pennypacker. I'm the happiest. I'm happy to say that we've raised enough money for a new music program. The children clapped and wished and whistled. And now it's time to announce the winner of the booth that collected the most tickets. As you all know, the winner will get a special pizza movie party. When they watch Mrs. Crosby, um, when they watch Mrs. Crosby hand the the blah blah blah. When they watch Miss Crosby hand Principal Pennypacker an envelope, Lucy grabbed Heidi's arm. I hope it's you, she whispered. No, I hope it's you, Heidi said excitedly back. They squeezed each other's arms as the Principal Pennypacker announced the winner. It was a very close race, but the prize goes to the little museum. I knew it, Lucy said as everyone hooted and clapped. The little museum? Yeah, there's. There's what's called the little museum. Oh, I thought... Will the winners please stand up, asked the principal. The little explorers team, team members jumped and hugged one another. Yeah, that's what I thought they were called. Oh, okay. The children cheered even louder. The next Friday night, Heidi, Laurel, and Bruce invited the families who had visited the Little Explorers <sighs> Sorry. Museum to an extra special thank you pizza movie party at the school. As it turned out, the party fell on the same night as Heidi's Hecklebecks, Hecklebecks were going to the wedding. She and Henry did not need a babysitter after all. But Heidi had fun watching over the kids at the party. Wow, said Henry with a mouthful of pizza. You sure are the bestest babysitter. No, you're the bestest magician too, added Laurel. What's your secret? Heidi blushed. That's nothing, she said. I just always like to keep a few tricks up my sleeve. That's all. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's it. That's the end of it. I know. Let's grab him. All right, guys. See you next time.